the most important aspect of life is time. And there's literally nothing else as important. Everything else except for time is essentially infinite, but our life is typically in reverse. Today, we're going to talk about an idea that I learned from a friend of mine that will help you transform how you think about every task that you do in your daily life. Hey there, my name is Kenneth Ott and welcome to Grow Time, where we explore ideas to help you live a high performance life. And today, I want to talk about becoming a time multiplier. And so first, I want to talk about this thing called the effort bias. And this is a concept that was introduced to me just recently. It's uh, a recent phenomenon, really in Western culture, more than anywhere else. And it's this idea that you only value something that has a lot of effort involved in it. So we don't end up valuing results as much as we value the effort that it takes to get the results, even if the results are mediocre. So now we all know that time is the most valuable resource that we have. In fact, it's the only non-renewable resource. Therefore, every person in the world should be looking at ways to maximize the return on their time and even find ways to buy back their time. However, the exact opposite is generally true, except for the very wealthy. They operate in a very different way. For the average person, their goal is to generally waste time to validate the results or validate their income, which is completely backward and that backwards, and that's the effort bias. And this is because our culture seems to value the time consumption over the results. And I actually think that this is like a demonic thing, a satanic thing. It's horrible because uh, without getting too spiritual, um, if you think about it, if you wanted to keep people from doing what they were meant to do, what they were called to do as their mission, maybe as their mission by God, then the best way to do that is to just have them waste their entire lives and never get to that thing that they were supposed to do. And I actually recently read um, a, uh, a book that was written by Napoleon Hill way back, I think in like 1919, I believe. And it was only released in, I believe like 2012 or something like that. And it's called Outwitting the Devil. And if you don't know, Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich and all these other books. And Think and Grow Rich was one of like the, the foundational personal development success books out there, especially at the time. And it's still regard as that. And it's an amazing book. In his book, Outwitting the Devil, it's very interesting. And, and this is back in the early, um, early 20th century when he wrote this. And you realize that in his mind, the devil's chief strategy to, to steal souls for him is to make people drifters, what he called as drifters. And these are basically people who just meander through life. They're time wasters. Okay. And so I think that this is a really bad thing, this idea of the effort bias. It's, it's the idea that time is infinite and money is finite and scarce. That's completely backwards. Time is finite and money is infinite. And we need to find ways to multiply time using money, not multiply money using time. All right. We need to buy back our time, right? And we're going to do it in ways that actually creates more money and more time. And so I used to be in this place. I, I, was, a, I was in a place where 
I believed this lie. I believed that I needed to validate my worth, me being in the room or me being paid by how much effort I gave, by how much time I put in, not necessarily the result. And um, once I realized, you know, many years ago that this is an insane idea, I changed how I thought about everything in my life and business uh, because I wanted to be able to have as much time as I could for the things that I valued and things that I wanted to do. And I didn't want to waste my life not being able to do those things just to try and be achieving some result in money. I wanted the opposite. I wanted more money and more time. And that's what I was able to achieve and what I'm achieving. And that's what I want to share with you. So remember, poor people waste their time earning money. Rich people use money to make more money. But really wealthy people use money to make more money and more time. And it's both passive and active. And so let's talk about this idea of a time multiplier. What is a time multiplier? And why is it important and transformational? So a time multiplier is someone who makes it a priority for everything that they work on to give them back more time in the future. So I'll give you an example, right? Um, it's not necessarily more money. It's more time in the future. And so an example might be, let's say you automate some, some mundane task in your business. Like let's say it's like paying your bills, right? You put that on automation. Maybe it's a bigger thing would be like building a business, right? Or creating SOPs in your business or creating repeatable processes that get better results. So let's say you do that thing, right? And let's say it takes you an hour to set that up, right? You can be any amount of time. Let's say it takes an hour to set that up. Well, think about it this way. A time multiplier does those things, makes every task something that then they set it up. Let's say it takes them an hour, say them 15 minutes. Let's say it takes you 20 hours. But every time it runs in the future, it actually gives you back that hour, right? So it takes an hour to set it up, gives you back an hour the first time it runs. The second time it runs, gives you back another hour. And now you're net positive on your time invested, right? And now it's exponentially, literally adding hours to your life. That's this idea of being a time multiplier. Uh, and it's a concept I learned from a friend of mine in business. Um, it was so interesting that I really wanted to share it here. In my life, I started a business long ago and my business was my effort to do this, my example of doing this. But I didn't do it super well, right? And actually it's only been in the last few years that I've adjusted my entire business and all of the businesses that I run with this idea of time multiplication in mind. Not just money multiplication, but time multiplication in mind. So the goal is that as I go into every day, I look at my tasks and rather than just executing them, I wanna find ways to adjust them so that they give me back an increasing return on time as time goes on, all right? So let's talk about how you can become a time multiplier and get an exponential return on your time. I've got just a few, I've got four steps that I think might help. Um, and they're, they're pretty simple, but it's this idea of becoming a time multiplier. The first one is really digest the mindset shift of, it, of, of time being more important than money and begin to look at it differently 
in everything that you do. And so I mention this because this is not an easy one. This idea of being the only way, of, of time being the only way to validate your value has been something that's been ingrained in us since we were kids in school, right? It's like, and so it takes a lot of time to undo all that conditioning. And it takes a lot of mental focus to do that. And so your goal should be to think about time as finite and to think about money as infinite. And now I realize that money is maybe technically not infinite, but to any one person, it essentially is, right? But we're conditioned to think that time is infinite and valueless and that money is scarce and valuable. And that's backwards, that's completely backwards. And this may be the first time you're actually realizing that or listening to it because it's been so ingrained in us. So it's completely backwards. Once you realize this, then you can begin to align your life in the correct way where you're using tasks and time to become a time multiplier. So that's the first step is digesting the mindset shift of being a time multiplier. Second one is assessing your daily schedule. And so you have to start thinking about what are the things that you're investing your time into on a daily basis and begin to assess your time budget as if it were an actual budget, money budget. And this is something that um, you may have not done for a while. And it's kind of the first time you do it after a while, it's kind of like looking at your credit card statement every month, realizing that, oh, wow, I wasted money here and I wasted money here and I wasted money here. It's kind of the same thing. You look at your schedule for the week and you and you assess where are the areas that I've actually invested my time wisely and where are the areas that have wasted my time because we want to make sure you're getting value out of it. So you assess your daily schedule and your weekly schedule. Number three, then you start making changes to that schedule. And so my weekly calendar, I look at like a bank account, right? And it's like my seed money, my investment for my, what I'm, my, my dreams, what I'm trying to do, right? And I want to maximize the results of the, of, of the time that I have, my bank account of time. And so I allocate time intentionally in advance in what I, in what I call blocks. And this is not a new system, but like time blocking is how you do that, right? You literally look at your, your schedule. You look at your calendar Monday through Friday or whatever days you work, or you can do every single day and you block the time out and you intentionally choose what you're going to invest that time in. So I have a 10 block system. It's just a block in the morning, block at night. I'm sorry, block in the morning, block in the afternoon. But you can make it more complicated than that. And here's the deal. The goal is not to be overly rigid. The goal is not to feel like you have to now follow this like super rigid schedule. The goal is that you're intentionally thinking about where you're spending your time in advance so that you can minimize the time wasted or drifting around and maximize the return on that time. So number four, then you start to adjust your tasks, okay? And this is where, for me, it was really, it was a great reminder every single time I went into a task, this idea of a time multiplier. As you do your tasks every day, as you put your task list together, prioritize the tasks that are going to give you a multiple on your time in the future, right? The equivalent of the automated bill pay the equivalent of the SOP, right? Where you teach someone something that they can now do for you. Prioritize the tasks that are going to actually multiply your time. And then 
take it a step further, begin to adjust the tasks that don't multiply your time so that they potentially can. For example, if there's a task that lands on your list to do X, Y, and Z, rather than doing that, maybe you take the time to teach someone or record a video or record an SOP to actually teach someone how to do that thing and then delegate it. Now, that might take a little bit more time up front, but it actually, if you can delegate it completely and something that repeats, it's going to return that time in multiples in the future. And um, we talk about SOPs and the value of SOPs and how to create those SOPs a lot. And I've, I, I can link to some resources on that. But those are the four steps that I would suggest you take to become a time multiplier. It can seem like a lot of work to manage your time. Like that seems like an, an anxiety inducing thing. And the truth is you can't really manage your time. So don't even try. You can only be more intentional about where you invest your time to get the maximum return. But you've got to remember a few things. Number one, the only reason to do this is so that you have more time to spend in the right places, right? So with the people you love or your family or going to your kids' games or coaching soccer. Like for example, I've got several kids. I coach several soccer teams. I own several businesses. I there's, there's a lot of responsibilities, but I'm able to do those things because I intentionally try and invest my time in ways that actually give me time back so that I can spend my time, my excess time on the things that really matter, things that are really enjoyable. The other thing I want to mention is being a time multiplier is not being a hustler. Hustle leads to burnout. A multiplier leads to rest peace and wealth. It's different. And lastly, you have to make time for rest. You got to make time for prayer, meditation. You've got to make time for fitness. You've got to make time for family. And those are all things in your time blocks that you can actually choose to invest in. So rather than wasting your time doing something that is not something you want to do, you might actually find yourself being able to intentionally spend time in those places where maybe you're not able to right now because you're just spending, you're just allowing yourself to spend time in those places in the excess time, the time that's left over, and there may not be any time left over. And then the time you spend in your business is exponentially better when it comes from a positive place of high energy, because you've been able to do these things, you've been able to rest and keep your body fit and all those kind of things. And so those are some of my uh, little, little tidbits of advice there. And so, look, I hope this helps you live out a high-performance life, a God-honoring life. Um, and for more tips like this from me or to work with me, please visit kenot.com or kennethot.com. Thanks. Never stop growing. <laughs>